Hey guys, Anthony Bandio here, attorney, senior legal instructor, bringing you a roadside chat from an officer in Texas. Now, uh, this officer says, you know, asks basically, can we automatically pat down suspected gang members, right? And to give you a little context here, the officer is talking about, you know, attending uh, some outlaw motorcycle gang uh, training and, you know, get a lot of banditos in the area. And the instructor is basically saying, hey, look, if you are dealing with a one percenter, right um michigan versus long which is a u.s supreme court case about frisking vehicles allows you to essentially you know uh conduct a frisk of that that motorcycle for for weapons um the officer will first ask they'll, this is what they teach they'll ask for consent to search the motorcycle if they say no then they get them off the bike and they search it anyway because of their um because it's known that gang members can easily access the saddlebag these gang members can access the saddlebag and potentially grab a weapon. Now, the question is, is does Michigan versus Long really hold that that suspected gang members, you know, essentially can be automatically patted down just with that fact alone? And certainly Michigan versus Long doesn't is not that fact pattern that 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 case involved a drunk driver who crashed into a ditch and the officer saw him trying to go back to the car and there was a knife in the in the map pocket in the door because the door was open he got you know um longed back and another partner looked for seized the the uh the knife and looked for more weapons in the immediate area and found um narcotics in the center console and the supreme court upheld it because the logic was hey look he was trying to go back to the vehicle it's you know it's a fluid situation he's intoxicated there was already one weapon in there there could potentially be another weapon in there and that frisk of the vehicle is upheld, but it certainly didn't talk about anything about gang members. Now, all I can tell you is what I teach, right? I don't teach automatics, like, you know, automatic searches, you know, for my cops. There's really no automatics out there. There's no free lunch when it comes to the Fourth Amendment. You're gonna have to work for it a little bit. You're gonna have to go to court and explain that simply having a 1% patch you know that's one factor it's a very important factor and 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 but what else do you got there i mean um you know we're gonna have to have something more and usually there's going to be so that's the good news here are some cases that kind of you know illustrate what i'm talking about right here's a case out of kansas a, a case called state versus goldston 2009. now it says here at the time that the officer conducted the pat down he knew the following facts about the suspect he was in a database as a documented gang member. He was with a known gang member who was on supervised release from prison and had been involved in prior in a prior stop involving drugs within the last two weeks. He had just come from a city known for drug activity and where several arrests and uh, or area of town. Actually, I think I'm sorry, it's not a city. It was a gas station. He just came from a gas station where several arrests have been made recently for drug activities and, and, and so forth. Um, the officer also articulated that he knew that drug dealers that involved in gangs often had weapons to protect the drugs and the money, right? They're self-help, right? They're like their own little police department. And considering all these facts, the, the court upheld it. But do you see what's going on there? It's not just saying, Your Honor, uh, the person is a one percenter, therefore I conducted a, a vehicle sweep, you know, or, or a pat down. We need something more than that in my book. But you're going to have it usually. Let's go over another case. This case is United States versus Hammond, it's out of the 10th Circuit 2018. 
police officers conducted a, a traffic stop at a busy intersection, right? They had they they also believe they had reasonable suspicion that the, that the passenger was armed and dangerous and patted him down for weapons. Why? Because he knew they knew from a database search that the that he was recently arrested in connections with a weapons possession. He had was previously been a suspect in another weapons case, and he was listed as a, as a gang member. See, you see my point? There's there's usually something more going on. Now, you're gonna you're the ones that are gonna have to make these decisions out there. I can't make them for you, but from a legal point of view, I just need cops to articulate why they're doing what they're doing. I have a class called Bulletproof Report Writing, and essentially what the class is all about is getting you guys to articulate more. The facts are there in you know 99% of these cases. The facts are there. These facts are there. These these things that are going on. But we don't find them out until we go to a suppression hearing and we pull the facts out like we're pulling teeth. When in my book, you know, we could have just documented those things in the report and not had the suppression hearing probably to begin with, because the officer would have been like, hey, look, these are all the reasons why I, I did a, a frisk and I pad this person down, not simply being a one percenter, even though that probably is the most important fact. But there's something else. What about his attitude? What about uh, how long did he did he take to pull over, right? Who is he associating with? What is his prior history? Is he favoring one side? All these things. There's probably more there, all right? But again, you make the decision out there. It's your safety. I can't make that decision for you. We can only fight about these things in court. But I want you to be physically and legally safe. Okay, before you guys exit and go on to the next YouTube video, do me a favor, hit like, comment, whatever you, good or bad, and tell your friends. Hopefully this is helping. All right? All right. I'll see you guys uh, next time. When it comes to law enforcement training, we are the gold standard. Visit bluetogold.com or call 888-579-7796 to learn more about our training, books, and free webinars. Also, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this channel.